Good morning, I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go, and here are your top stories. Turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush. A new Narcan vending machine is now available at the Mecklenburg County Jail. Sheriff McFadden says his officers have already saved more than 20 lives using Narcan this year. And he hopes the new machine stops opioid overdoses for those recently released from jail. The machine is now available inside the arrest processing lobby in Uptown. CMS is also considering introducing Narcan into schools. Now, the district will likely vote on the issue in January. The Cornelius community is not giving up on finding Madalena Kojakari. Yesterday marked one year since her disappearance. She was last seen on the school bus leaving Bailey Middle School last night. People from the community gathered in her memory. Neighbors, neighbors say it's important we don't forget and we keep looking. When there's attention on this, if something's posted, if it's shared, you never know when somebody might see something and it might connect and, and generate a new lead. People forget. I mean, news cycles are seconds or minutes long, so it's important to keep bringing it up. And the owner of a popular Charlotte sneaker store is facing a federal lawsuit. Court documents show James Whitner, the owner of Social Status, is accused of taking part in an international money laundering scheme. That's with improper sales to a buyer in China. Now, according to federal court documents, nearly $1.2 million in cash was seized from an apartment belonging to one of Whitner's close friends and business partners. And a parent is facing charges after police say he brought a knife to North Mech High School. Huntersville police say they arrested Lewis Berry for bringing a weapon on school property. Assault with a deadly weapon and trespassing are some charges as well. Now, officials didn't share what prompted the assault charges. And today marks 60 years since the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. The nation's 35th president was shot and killed while riding in a motorcade through Dealey Plaza in Dallas, Texas. His death led to several conspiracies surrounding the event and those involved, including accused gunman Lee Harvey Oswald. Now, several events are set to take place across the country to commemorate Kennedy's death. He was just 46 years old. And that's it for your morning rush. Well, if you're hosting your first Thanksgiving Day dinner, this is for you. Our Veritai team has the answers to all your most common questions to keep you and your guests safe. If you are hosting your first Thanksgiving or you're a pro at the Thanksgiving meal, these are some of the most common questions so you can keep everyone safe from foodborne illnesses this holiday season. Our sources for these questions, Mary Alice Coffee, supervisor of Butterball's Turkey Talk Line and the Food and Drug Administration. The first question, can you put stuffing in your turkey before it goes in the oven? Stuffing you know, is perfectly acceptable to Go ahead and stuff your butterball turkey. Coffee tells us that when you take your turkey out of the oven, make sure the stuffing temperature is at 165 degrees and don't put the stuffing in days before it goes in the oven. Don't make it the day ahead of time. Just go ahead and make it and then put it right in the oven. So we can verify that, yes, you can put stuffing in your turkey right before it goes in the oven. The next question, can you thaw your turkey at room temperature on the counter? No, we would never recommend uh, leaving the turkey out on the counter. Coffee says the best way to thaw your turkey is by placing it in water. I would recommend putting it in cold water. It takes about 30 minutes a pound. Uh, you want to put it in, uh, change the water every 30 minutes. When it's finished thawing, coffee tells us to then place the turkey on a tray and put it in the refrigerator until you cook it. So we can verify that, no, you should not thaw your turkey at room temperature on the counter. The FDA says when your turkey is done, use your food thermometer in the thickest part of the breast, and it should read at least 165 degrees Fahrenheit. With your Verify, I'm Megan Bragg.
As always, solid work from Megan Bragg there. If you want something verified, just make sure you email us at verify at wcnc.com. Well, it's time to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. It's likely a Thanksgiving tradition in your household, watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But a lot has changed in its nearly 100-year history. Check this out. Well, huddle the kids around the TV, it's almost time to watch the big parade. But did you know it was originally called the Macy's Christmas Parade? Let's connect the dots. So it was 1924, the Roaring Twenties. The first parade featured three floats pulled by horses, four bands, and real live animals from the Central Park Zoo. Now the animals tended to be unpredictable, and they scared a lot of the parade goers. So after a few years, they were replaced with the now famous balloons, and they were an instant hit. So get this, in the early days, the balloons were released into the air at the end of the parade. But after several death-defying mishaps, all that tradition was stopped. Now fast forward to 1945, and for the first time, the parade was televised. Since then, it's only grown. One thing has remained the same, though. Over nine decades, the parade always closes out with the big man himself, Santa Claus. And that's Connecting the Dots. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.